Chapter forty eight of I, Mary MacLean by Mary MacLean. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Chapter forty eight Black Browed Wednesdays. Tomorrow. All my life I've liked the back of a magazine. Some black browed Wednesday, I purchase a magazine, a fifteen cent one, and read it through. I read the stories and they deeply engage or lightly interest me. I read the special articles and if they tell me about flying machines or wild birds or hospitals or woman prisoners in penitentiaries, they charm or absorb my thoughts. I look at the illustrations and try to decide whether they are art or science or mechanism. I read the verse and if it's poetry it exhilarates me as if closed shutters were open to let day into a gloomy room then i read the advertisements in the back and they do all of those things to me in comforting life-giving oxygen furnishing ways each advertisement is a short story with an eerie little plot in it each is a special article full of purpose each is fruitful poetry and in my two hands i all but have and hold those wonderful things they exploit they make me feel it's my birthday and i'm presented a wealth of lavish gifts they make me feel it's all a world of playthings they make me feel like a baby with a rattle a ball and a hoop of bells i like everything in the back of a magazine i like the revolvers handsome plausible short-barreled revolvers with pictures of ordinary people in dim-lit midnight bedrooms and ordinary expected-looking burglars climbing in windows revolvers of ten shots and of six and of different calibers and all of them gleamingly mystically desirable i like the soaps smooth amorous appetizing soaps some in luxurious paris packets and others spread out in blue water and rosy foam splashed in by athletic archimedesque young men and fat creamy babies and slim beautiful ladies mary garden soap of pungent delicious scent tar soap for the long lovely hair of girls austere ivory soap it floats i like the rubber heels of resilient charm so tellingly pictured and described that at once i desire them beneath my spirit heels springy and solid and thick and firm I like the toothpastes and tooth powders and tooth lotions in tubes and tins and bottles Each bearing beneficent messages to the human white teeth of this world One unfailing kind coming lyrically out like a ribbon and lying flat on the brush I like the foods of miraculous spotless purity and enticement Biscuits and chocolate and figs and foie gras in thick glossy little pots so richly pictured and sung that merely to let my thoughts graze in their pasturage fattens my heart i like the men's very thin watches the men's garters no metal can touch you and men's fluffy lathered shaving sticks and men's trim smart flawless tailored suits in none of which i have use or interest until i find them in the back of a magazine where at once they grow charming and romantic i like the jars and boxes and tubes and glasses of cold cream cold cream fit for skins of goddesses 
fit for elves to feed on a soft satiny scented snow-white elysium of wax and vaseline and almond paste pictured in forty alluring shapes till it feels pleasantly ecstatic just to be living in the same world with bewitching vases of cold cream cold cream cold cream always bewitching and lovely but never so notably and festively as in the back of a magazine and i like the pencils and bookcases and silver and jewels and glass and gloves and shoes beautiful shoes and fountain pens and leather things and paint silkish salubrious paints house paints and the panegyrics with them they make me long to own a spirit house and paint it liberally and rugs and varnish and clothes wonderful clothes and bungalows and phonographs his master's voice and paper fine wrought paper to write on bond and linen and hand-pressed pale tinted a vast virgin treasure and oranges and cigarettes a shilling in london a quarter here and water bottles of powdery rubber and stockings patrician stockings which take me into realms of silk looms and delicate dyes and slim ankles and candle shades and candlesticks and countless cosmetics cosmetics of tender colors for the outer women and sealing wax indescribably useless and attractive and tennis rackets and ivory smooth vantine ivory toys and trinkets polished softly bright as moonlight and their lily-worded descriptions like restrained sonnets and washing powders let the gold dust twins do your work and shower baths and Evans ale and flying boats and umbrellas and cameras if it isn't an Eastman it isn't a Kodak and boxes of candy sweet wilderness of chocolates their very makers names having a melting gust Allegretti Hyler Clarence Crane Maillard cloying courtiers all and diamond dyes a child can use them and veranda screens she can look out but he can't look in and cedar chests and chartreuse from carthusian monasteries and perfumes perfumes in their maddening sweet pride perfumes from paris perfumes bottled in thick crystal enchantingly costly each american dollar added to their price by the ounce making them fragranter in my thoughts and boxes of benevolent matches and captivating brooms and fascinating scouring powders a dutch girl on the can chasing dirt all three luscious tempting things in the back of a magazine and automobiles ask the man who owns one and rifles simple and formidable and fine and restful rat poison they die in the open air seeking water and sacks of flour eventually why not now flour unusual and piquant in the back of a magazine flower novel and endearing and typewriters and mushrooms and monkey wrenches and rosaries and rock salt the back the back the back of a magazine there's no sadness and no terror in the back of a magazine and it is for everybody everybody a million people read a story in the middle of the magazine 
and half the million readily miss its point but a single tin of talcum powder in the back the whole million note that and miss nothing in it it gets to them both on and under their skin some of the million read a ten-line poem in vers libre in the front of the magazine and nine-tenths of their number are hard put to it the mentalities of this human race being mostly shops shut down it is something pregnant and prophetic to a poet merely musical to a plain prose writer arrant folly to a telephone girl amusing nonsense to a butcher a comic fantasy to a milliner a form of insanity to a plumber an unknown tongue to a milkman a kind of sin to a baptist minister but to each of those a can of soup in the back of the same magazine has easily exactly the same oxtailish meanings it reaches them where they live a thousand persons agree with an article about atavism in orangutans and ten thousand more quite refute it but they all harmoniously commit suicide with the same make of revolver hammer the hammer or get rousing drunk to the same degree with the same brand of high-powered whiskey wilson that's all a countess a courtesan and a convict woman summarily pass over the front and middle of the magazine as containing nothing to their purpose but like jungle denizens at their drinking pool the three of them meet hostilely on the common ground of a popular cigarette featured in the back a blend to suit every taste wherewith they unwittingly smoke away half their generic differentiations the colonel's lady and judy o'grady anoint themselves nightly into a state of shining invisible kinship from separated twin jars of the same bewitching cold cream i am not sure myself and miss lily walker of the broadway chorus regards similarly a beauteous box of rice powder she perchance would at once dash madly into it and powder herself o'er with it whereas i would fain ponder about it awhile as a tiny beviolated adventure but pondering or powdering equally exciting to each of us is its delicate pale lilac blazonment in the back of a magazine the front of the magazine may mean little to you and the middle of the magazine may mean nothing to me the back of it none of us escapes it is for everybody everybody even senegambians they can look at the pictures and marvel over them i can there meet a senegambian on the common ground of it might be a delicate transparent oval of pears soap pretty as a jewel of price perchance we would each unconsciously feel we wouldn't be happy till we got it it's only as playthings i want the things in the back of a magazine to me they are toys lyrics of matter food of the senses the octroi would have no sympathy with my loiterings among their wares it is a fate of my own indolent and fanciful unrecognized in commerce any article i may put to its forthright use in actuality becomes an idyllic toy when i find it in the back of a magazine the desirable revolvers are not firearms with which to shoot myself and burglars but only bijoux to have and handle and caress the luxuriance vervain and violet-scented soaps are not for my toilet but something to eat for my astral body to feed on nourishing food they make the lush cold creams have no massaging possibilities in them 
they are for my thoughts to gamble among for my meddlesome spirit fingers to touch and fuss with deliciously blissfully transcending all vulgar use the men's thin watches mean nothing to me as watches and their garters what's it to me whether no metal can touch you or no metal at all my thoughts merely revel and juggle with them picture and legend they are pastimes of my child self the cream woven note papers are not to write on but wherewithal to imagine how cool and smooth they would feel drawn slowly across my flushed cheek a sack of flour i feel only how i'd like to have it spilled out eventually why not now in a thick warm tinted heat on the blue velvety floor of my room that i might roll and bathe in it and feel it feathery fluffy on my skin so i play with my toys on black-browed wednesdays some wednesdays even fail to be black-browed because there are backs of magazines End of chapter forty eight